going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is our weekly Sunday Night Heat retro review show. I mean, it's in that order. Retro Sunday Night Heat review or retro review, whatever. It, It works either way. Nonetheless, every week we watch Sunday Night Heat from 22 years ago. Uh, well, this day from the day this is uploaded. So, um, you know, we, we, today we are going back to November 1st, uh, 1998. You know, we're past, we're past the first holiday of the holiday season. 11 or 11 year old Corey is just, he's writing his Christmas list right now. I mean, I, I believe I probably already wrote three or four. of them. I'm getting juice for Thanksgiving. There you go. Um, but nonetheless, we we watch Sunday Night Heat. I'm your host. I'm Corey Smith, hanging out in the Diamond Studio, uh, being joined by my my time my time traveling comrade, cohort. yeah, cohort, Mister Jose Oseguera. How are you today? Really good. How are you doing? And how is everybody out there in podcast land, YouTube land, vlog land, you name it, land? How are you guys doing? Uh, I will speak for all of us. We are we are good. Um, like awesome. Said, uh, you know, like I said, Halloween is done. It's over with. You know, I ate probably a little little bit more candy last night than I should have. But hey, I drank a couple extra beers. Probably, most definitely, probably passed out a little early. A little tipsy, whipsy. Nobody ever says that. Why did I just say tipsy, whipsy? Just, I don't know, but say, yeah, I feel you. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. And uh, we we got that whole extra hour, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. I mean, uh, fall wait, fall back. We lost. Yeah. Oh, no, man. we gained. We gained an extra hour. We, we fall. Yeah. Spring forward is when we lose an hour. You're right. Yeah. You we don't want. You don't want to fall forward and spring backwards. Yes. That's just dangerous. <laughs> uh, but something that's not dangerous is following us on social media. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at City Wrestling Radio, and we're also on Twitter. Uh, you know, because uh, we are part of the, what they say, call the IWC, the internet wrestling community, um, whether that's as, that's good or bad. Um, it's both. It, it yeah. It's all encompassing. Sometimes we got stuff to say, and if we're not here to do a show, go check us out on Twitter at CWR415. Uh, there's plenty of other links down below. Go ahead and check those out. And don't forget to hit the, the subscribe button, the bell, the notify, because we are on the road to 100. That's right. As soon as we get 100 subscribers, we will do our Collision Korea uh, review. And I will get the temporary tattoo of the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes <laughs> Can't wait. on my neck. Uh, we, I believe at this point, we are what? 37 away 37 away so nice. guys that's a the road nice to 100 increase from last week the road to 100 is here now let's get into uh sunday night heat like i said it took place uh november 1st 1998 um this is, <laughs> this is the uh the vince mcmahon memorial not memorial show but the vince mcmahon tribute show Yes, definitely a tribute. It, this episode is dedicated to Vince McMahon. This is a weird, weird episode. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yes. Um. So basically, the overall premise of this episode was last week on uh, Monday Night Raw, well, in 1998, that uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was back in the ring. Vince was like, who hired you? Da, da, da. Basically, Shane is the one that hired Stone Cold Steve Austin back. And 
the next night after this on Monday Night Raw, Vince McMahon has a uh, a, a huge announcement that's going to shake the, the the world of wrestling inter- or federation forever. And uh, everyone's talking about Shane taking over and and Vince retiring. Spoiler. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Um, I mean, even for like a day. I mean, mm. I don't even think it happens for a minute. God, Vince was like, "Ah, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm never going anywhere." Mm-hmm. So, uh, what did you think of this episode, though? Uh, it's an improvement. It's it's better than uh, Halloween Havoc, uh, except what? for the Goldberg. Oh, well, except yeah. for the Goldberg match. Yeah. yeah. Um, now this was a fun match. It, 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 only because nostalgia, it brought me back to a, a time where uh, the good guys were good and the bad guys were bad. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose, I suppose, yeah. Uh, but let's get into it, get into the full show. Um, like I said, we kicked it off with the uh, Vince McMahon. It's like a video package. Oh, hold on, let me just re. Position my notes. There we go. A Vince McMahon video package. Michael Cole says, For three decades, Vince McMahon has pioneered a revolution in sports entertainment. That is literally like what they used in like the intro to the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes flamboyant, often controversial. Love him or hate him, his achievements are undeniable. Tomorrow night on Raw, Vince McMahon will make an announcement about his future and the most and will most certainly have a prolific impact on the industry. Tonight, we dedicate this show to the single most innovative and influential force, influential force Mm. in sports entertainment, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So it's almost kind of like an unofficial goodbye, right? That's the way they're teasing it. Yeah, exactly. They're, uh, uh, yeah, it's... You know, I'm trying to think of like, did, uh, so did they do this for like Barry Bonds? Like before he retired, they had like probably tribute you know, shows. Whoever, like, you know, it, like oh, Barry's it. last game's coming up. You know, let's uh, like F at you know whatever the the yeah. The someone I can remember on. doing that is Dwayne Wade, where he actually did like a victory lap around the NBA. So anytime he, you know when he came to the Warriors, uh, he specifically uh, zoned out with Steph Curry and was like, "I won't say goodbye to you on camera." Yeah. So it was his goodbye tour. Yeah. This yeah. was Vince McMahon's goodbye tour of one day. Well, yeah. maybe well, less than 12 hours, right? Not even. Uh, 24 hours. Fucking not even, man. Uh, let's kick it off with our first match of the night. Uh, LOD 2000 with Hawk joining them in ringside. This is the team of Draws and uh, Animal versus uh, the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you want to take a guess on how long this match was? Mm-hmm. A, Three minutes. A minute and 27 seconds. Dang. The official time. That's so the, it was the funniest was thing like, on the show. The uh, longest match was like two minutes and like 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what really stood out to me about this whole episode is that they're they doing a lot of catch up. And for let's let's say that I've missed the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, of Raw. This is plenty of information to catch me up and let me know what's going on. So this is, you know, for, for what the show is supposed to be, it, it you know. Hit a home run, right? Exactly. And you don't have to... Well, I guess you still have to watch the headbangers. This is like the Hulu of 1998. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like the... They're like, okay, let's let's shorten this. Let's let's do some other matches. Eh, they, mm-hmm. they don't need to be that long. Like, minute. <laughs> like, one yeah. minute. One minute. Yeah, it, uh, and you can move things along, like with, uh, you know, uh, the Regal stuff. You can move that along. Yeah. Yeah, Get yeah. it going. Yeah. Um. So, Hardys, uh, they have new tights. 
one yeah. thing I will say about this, they are rocker, like the rockers, uh, esque mm-hmm. type of gear, you know, with all the, the colors. Some would say some uh, young full, uh, just the young bucks. I was just trying to make, I was mm-hmm. going to try to make a, a, a funny way of saying that, but no. The, uh, some would say the young bucks kind of copied this exact style, which, you know, it's kind of copied off the rockers, though. One, which is copied off the Rock and Roll Express. Exactly. Uh, which one thing I did notice though, and I don't remember this, is they had the Omega logo on their rear ends. I didn't notice and that. Wow. I don't think it. I just. I wonder. I just wonder. You know, like I wonder if there was a young Kenny Omega in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Is that where the replay of this show? Because uh, how old do you think he? How old is Kenny Omega right now? Uh, I well, you know what, Kenny Omega has had a lot of birthdays and some of them happen every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just trying to stretch the time. Recently 1983. Too, right? So he was 15, 15. 15. Oh, <laughs> it makes sense. Influences there. All right. Uh, so Kenny Omega, we, we found it. Kenny Omega got his name from the, uh, <laughs> the hardy, the hardy tights in, uh, on Sunday night. Heat. Okay. So this match is the boiling point of kind of like it's, Okay, it's not the boiling point. It, well, it is the boiling point. I'm. It is because they give you a recap and... of draws and ho- the draws and hawk feud, and uh, a hawk. So hawk joins, like I said, the team of animal and draws to the ring. Animal uh, wants to make quick work of these young up and coming Hardy Boys, uh, but for some reason, like after thirty seconds of this match, hawk gets uh, uh, like he intentionally distracts the, uh, his his buddy animal's teammate by tapping him on the shoulder and starts pushing him, which mm-hmm. I'm like, isn't draw supposed to be the heel here? I'm like, how? Like he came off like a heel two out of the three times of the, you know, the questioning of yeah. uh, the involvement. So yeah, I would say he has the heel edge here. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, we'll get to edge. No, <laughs> um, but no, uh, he does because like, he's just distracting. He's like fighting with this guy outside for no reason. He's just like, mm-hmm. Hey, What's up? And he's like, we beef now. Charles like, what? And he's like, what's up? And no disrespect. Like I said, no disrespect to Hawk. It, mm-hmm. You know, as a, as, as, a, as a performer. But I was just like, what? Why is it booked like this? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, you should have had something where Draws, like, kind of, like, maybe, like, pushed him away or, like, punched him real quick again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something or, or, like, you know, kind of mushed him out the way with an elbow or yeah, something like that. Yeah, just shoved him out of the way. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, draws. Uh, so Animal becomes distracted, and uh, the Hardys double-team him, hit the splash, leg-drop combo, and get the pin and the win, on, or Jeff Hardy does at least, on Animal. Uh, the actual wrestling that took place in this match, all, what, 30 seconds of it, was yeah. decent. Uh, Animal could still go, and draws, I mean, at this point of his career, he has so much potential. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it's preposterous. It's preposterous to think, though, that they were going to allow Hawk to come down ringside with them. Because I'm like, if I was Animal, I'd be like, hey, dude, uh, this is my teammate tonight. You're beefing with mm-hmm. him. Can you just dude, go, cool it out? Go ahead, catering. I'll, 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 you know, like, well, maybe if you want to go do something afterwards, we can go hang out afterwards. But, uh, you know, I just. Yeah, yeah. And uh, th- this also must be during uh, voting season because you hear Michael Cole at one point say, Hawk and Draws are getting along like Republicans and Democrats. Well, let's, oh, and let's the, think and... 2016, 12, 8, 4, 
2000. Uh, not the presidential election. So this might be oh, yes. halfway. So this is two years Mid-terms. before. Yes, it's midterm elections, I believe. So, you know, okay, you usual know, time, uh, in the air. Senate yeah. and Congress, those things get voted on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this must have been during, you know, the season because, you know, November and mm-hmm. somebody had to bring it on. And all I could think was, oh, cool. How little do you know? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, so Animal storms off uh, on both men. He says, ah, screw you guys. I'm out of here. Draws leaves, uh, follows Animal out. And then uh, Hawk is in the ring. Hawk gets a mic and says, well, at first, I don't know what the hell he's saying because they don't turn up his mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he goes, and I certainly don't want you to have any excuses. I'll give you 24 hours, and then I'm going to beat the puke out of you. And, yeah. Uh, and what's up with Draws doing the, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at that point, it's like, okay, now you're a heel. Now he's the heel yeah. here, like mm-hmm. making fun of somebody's problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I did notice how Cornette was kind of laying on Hawk, though, during this match on commentary. Yeah. You're like, well, he had substance abuce problems. Just like, damn, take it easy, guy. Jim Cornette. Like, well, it's just like when they lay on someone, when they laid it on someone in the 90s, they fucking laid it into them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Vader, like, well, he's, remember, he was, he's, he's suffering a bunch of weight problems. He's getting old. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, his knees are going to give out soon. He's, he's not what he used to be. And I'm like, wow, this is like three weeks in a row that we haven't seen Vader do. Oh, yeah, Vader's gone. <laughs> he was a predominant figure on the show. In the, in the, in the early days of Sunday Night Heat, yes. <laughs> In the first 12 episodes. Uh, well, not even, I think. It's, I think it's been more than that. I think. Well, we're on like 14 right now. Yeah, I think it's been yeah, like and we, and we haven't seen him in a couple in, weeks. In so like yeah. a, a good. I think about like four or five weeks we've been. So since Vader. like. Since like episode nine? Yeah, at very least. Yeah, I forgot. Maybe because Brood's been such a standout. Crew. Hey, you know, the Brood. Uh, but before we get into that, though, Shane is talking to the Hardys backstage. Segway among segways. Matt Hart, because they're just like, look at Shane. They're trying to show off Shane being the like the new owner. He might be the new owner of the company. He's walking around in a suit, and he's he he ditched the backwards cap. Yes, he he actually dresses like uh, a owner of a business. You dress for the position that you want. Exactly. Um, That's why I showed up to Noah's Bagels in a full suit. Nice. Um, but yeah, so he's talking to the Hardy Boys, and they're just trying to be like, "Oh my God, look at he's talking to the, he's talking to the wrestlers." Like, wow, Vince never does that. He's basically the polar opposite of Vince McMahon. But then I love how they, uh, he's like, you see Shane, like, "Oh, that's great, that's great," and you see Matt Hardy, he's like, "And you know what? We're gonna tell him Matt," and it's just, and they just yeah, he tried to cut a sneaky promo. Some about the Hardys that you need to know. They're like, yeah, no, you. <laughs> Not yet, kid. Vince, yet. Vince is back there, like, yeah, I don't even know. It's fine. Yeah. Who told the kid to talk? Kevin Dunn's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Michael Cole's talking about Vince McMahon again, and I do love, like, th- like I said, it's throughout the entire night. They're just, and Vince McMahon was here, and he was there. He was everywhere. I really was hoping, like, because they showed a picture of Hogan walking through the aisle, like WrestleMania one, I believe, uh-huh. and they just showed a picture of like Vince, like. Like it was Hogan. He's like in the background. Exactly what you're talking about. And it's it like a Hogan. circle. Yeah, there's a circle, and it's like Vince just in the background. Like, but I was yeah, hoping. Was 
it was Hogan and Mr. T at the inaugural WrestleMania yeah. walking down the ring together. Yeah. And then he had that ruffled tuxedo. Yeah. But uh, you could see Vince like in the background. But then I love how they circle him out. And I was yeah, hoping yeah, they were going to yeah. show he, like. He, he was just a little guy in the corner. I was hoping they were going to show like other like scenes like, oh, look, at Vince was here too. Like Vince was there when Bruno <laughs> San Martino won the title. And Vince yeah, was yeah. there during the invention of pro wrestling. Vince was also here like <laughs> in the, uh, the inaugural days of the AWA as a young teenager. Or he always looks the same, so he's like a vampire, which mm. would be been even better because like it was like the day after Halloween. So if I... right, right, right. But you know, they missed their calling. Uh, we get a uh, uh, Stephen Regal, a real man's man promo. A man's man. So uh, uh, because you know this this show is pr- predominantly talking, I will get into it. He the promo says water cement. They're the foundation of any good structure, just like manual labor and sacrifice (laughs) are the foundation of any good, solid citizen. An honest day's work builds character. And this is a this man is not afraid to sweat. He's Stephen Regal, a real man's man. And so, I I mean, like the first even when I was a kid, I was like, these these are like jokes right like it's a comedy yeah. gimmick steven regal comes out to the ring and it's full it's a comedy gimmick like there's no there's no getting around the fact that they're just trying to make fun of steven regal like they have nothing for him so they're mm-hmm. like okay go out there and make people laugh because he remember he was like in wcw he was part of the blue bloods he was he was regal yeah he was re- he was you know william regal uh, Steve Steve Regal, different time, you know, different names. Uh, Regal Regal, you could have called Regal. Him. He's just Regal. Yeah. Um. So he's, now he's the uh, blue collar guy. You know what I mean? Because this hard hat is a symbol. So he, of everything blue collar. And Jim Cornette just ripping on him the entire time. I've known Steven Regal for a long time. I've never known him like this. What's going he, on? He's really going back to his roots of the carnival days. He uh, fight anyone and anyone, bare knuckle. Yeah, Regal issues an open challenge. Uh, he says, oh, I issue an open challenge to any man that could come knock this construction helmet off my head. A symbol of blue-collar excellence. This flannel off my back and this jorts off okay. my legs. So, no, 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 no. He literally said about the helmet. Yeah, I, I challenged yeah. someone. Bradshaw comes down. Bradshaw versus uh, Stephen Regal in a match that was about a minute and 37 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh and what's the first thing he does? Knocks the fucking helmet off his head. Yeah. Like, uh, why did you say to the first person that could knock this helmet off my head? Because the first thing he does was like, knock it off. I mean, like, yeah. stipulation of the match, I win. Match was three seconds long, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was a semi-squash. So the, the real uh, blue-collar guy gets squashed yeah. by the Regal. Regal didn't look that good. Regal did not look that good in this match either. I will say that. And I, I you know, that. I give a lot of credit to Bradshaw for that, but that's just me. Yeah, maybe the two just didn't gel well. Uh, the match wasn't. Yeah, well, you know, when you get stiff on Regal, he's going to get stiff back on you, and yeah. then it just makes for a lousy match. And I, yeah, Bradshaw. It's Bradshaw too. So mm-hmm. uh, this match wasn't much more to design. It was designed for two things. To get over uh, Stephen Regal's new comedy mm-hmm. gimmick and to mm-hmm. send Bradshaw in the crisis of confidence uh, kind of angle. Uh, because the finish of this match was Regal dodging a big boot and barely gets Bradshaw for a fisherman suplex uh, with a pin bridge. 
Um, so he gets the pin and the win. Uh, this is not a good match. Don't need to go back and watch it ever. Mm-mm. Ever. Unless you want to know how... Well, if the, you blink, you'll miss it. If you, Unless you're writing a, a, um, a paper on how the Acolytes came to be. Because yeah. that was yeah. another point of this match. Uh, because of uh, Branshaw and the Crisis of Confidence storyline, or not storyline, but at least angle, uh, he's in the ring, and out comes the Jackal. Yes. God, I keep forgetting his real name. Uh, anyways, the Jackal comes out, and I know people are going to like, what do you mean guys? Don Callis. There we go. Uh, comes out to the ring and just starts talking to Bradshaw. And it's like, oh, yeah, let's go. With his, Dude, you got my nails. Like, They're five, white and long. His five Coke nails. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> five bumps. <laughs> the Freddy Cougar Coke. Actually, it's kind of funny. I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so much sucked. Next up, we have uh, the Brood. The entire Brood. They are now together as a team. That's right. Edge joined the Brood last Monday night uh, because Kane... Okay, so he was feuding with Gengrail, and Christian, his brother, was involved with Gengrail, and uh, Kane was beating and up on those two. And Edge is like, to "Come back home." Yeah, and Edge is like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm gonna join him. It's just easier. I'll, I'll go back home." I feel like he was just like, "It, you know, it's just, it's just easier." Mm-hmm. You know, um, I find my brother. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this match, I mean, I, I, I wrote it. I, I. I took notes on it, but I mean, Jesus Christ, there's nothing that happened. This match. No, took... Sting showed up. Oh, wait, that was not Sting. Hold no, on. That was like a seven. Ah, thing. that's Kane. I don't even that's think, I don't even think Kane was up there at the time. You think it was a fake guy? Uh, like a uh, dude? I don't think it was master? Kane. You think seven foot Kane is going to go up to the rafters? No, it was Tyler Maine, right? It was just, they were like, uh, hey, guy who does the work, can you just put on this costume? Mm-hmm. Because we're going to well, look, we're looking up at you from, you know, but I'm five ten. Don't worry. We're gonna we'll get you at the right angle. It's just your face anyway. Wear a red t-shirt. Nobody'll know. Yeah. Uh so Edge goes after Keegan or Kurgan, I'm sorry, uh Silva beating up on Gangrill. And all of a sudden Michael Cole goes, Up there! Up there! He's up there! The man dressed in red. It's like what? They were trying to show Kane up there. I didn't see Kane. I didn't see anybody up there the first time. Uh Golga beating down on Gangrill. Um, and then Edge steals the Cartman doll. Which yeah, I love. Again. I love how they put the Cartman doll like in the frame of the the camera. It's yeah, like, and it's a huge one this week too. Uh, well, he usually has a big one, but yeah, this one's pretty big. Uh, and then lures uh, lures Golga away. Uh, we have, or lures Kurgan and Silva away. Um, double DDT to Golga pin. And for some reason, the crowd went nuts when Luna attacked Edge. Like the crowd, went, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the oddities, you know, with their cool. Uh, carnival theme music. Um, so then, uh, this match, uh, uh, why the fuck would Kane be in the rafters? That's my notes. Golga was the star of this match. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul What was his name? John Tinta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kelly with, uh, Steve Blackman and Steve Blackman. Uh, he's a man. He, he goes. He goes. Steve Blackman, uh, what uh, you're gonna need eyes in the back of your head. He's like, oh, you referring to the blue blazer? Oh, and heart, you're not fooling anybody. I know it's you in that stupid mask and that Liberace cape, and I know it's you because you stench. You leave the ring with a stench of a filthy nugget. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, stinking nugget. That was weird, dude. Yeah, you got a little like you. You said nugget a little bit too comfortably for my taste. <laughs> 
He, it was very stiff in this promo too. You know, mm-hmm. he has no personality whatsoever. Yeah, but he's he never really. I, did, he makes so. he makes Lance Storm look like MJF. T- to be fair, Lance Storm was amazing. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess Calgary. Yeah, uh, Alberta, Canada. You're right. You're right. Uh, so D'Lo versus D'Lo Brown versus Steve Blackman in a match that took one minute and twenty three seconds. Uh, Mark Henry has a sign up that says, "I miss you, China." Oh, well, he's technically the one that got her out. Of and this is like uh, his the first appearance of sexual chocolate, right? He's still not sexual chocolate yet, I don't think. No, no, but uh, like he had the new shirt. The oh silk yeah, shirt. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was really going for it this week. Uh, D'Lo and Blackman go back and forth. Uh, the headbangers come out to the ring. Uh, Henry gets into an argument with the headbangers. D'Lo on the top turnbuckles, pushed off by and, Thrasher. And right away, like, just... Yeah. Okay. Well, in a minute and 23 seconds. Yeah. Uh, pin win, Steve Blackman. This was a nothing match. And well, the battle waged on outside. Literally. Yeah, D'Lo and Henry brawled with the headbangers. Because the winner mm-hmm. of their match the next night... Uh, because remember, they had they had those uh, fake foam titles. No, they don't have those anymore. No, what happened to that? Uh, they, they dropped that storyline. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> we have one of my favorite moments. It's actually, now that I'm looking back, I love this episode of Heat. Uh, Dan Severn, uh, they're trying to get up a satellite link to interview oh, him. Dan, can you hear us? And he's in a Dan, neck brace in what I'm guessing is like his mom's or grandma's house because this is like the nicest looking place with the most bland looking furniture. You know what I mean? It looks like it's Lysol down every day, everything mm-hmm. in that house. Uh, and then he doesn't seem to be no, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he knows he's being filmed. You just see Dan. He's just like. Wonder. I was hoping he would like pick his nose or something. Or you would hear like. And they're like, no, no, Dan, cut the feed. (laughs) Um, But, you know, because they're like, Dan. Hello, Dan. Are you there? He's He's still just staring off into the darkness. Uh, so they're going to try to get him back later. Then we have uh, Jeff Jarrett with Deborah McMichael versus Val Venus and no Terry Reynolds. And they, they sure made us uh, know that she wasn't around. Uh, Jarrett takes DeVal. Uh, we get another get another couple names added to the Deadly Games Tournament. X-Pac and Goldust joined uh, the field of 16. Uh, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Val is uh, trying to entice Deborah the entire match. Deborah event- or Terry eventually runs down to the ring, begins to exchange words with Deborah. Uh, we have an arm drag DDT to Val, power slam to Jeff Jarrett. There was wrestling. There was wrestling in this match. Yes. Oh, okay. Deborah goes to check on Val uh, when he falls out of the ring. We have a side Russian leg sweep to Val, and, and that's it. The pin and the win. I will say this: in a match, I got two minutes and twenty-five seconds. This is probably the best match on the show. They. And they told a whole bunch of story, too. Yeah. Uh, it was mediocre, uh, three or four moves, but best match on the show. After the match, Terry Reynolds gets a mic, and she goes, I'm sorry I messed you up. I'm sorry I made mistakes. We, we all make mistakes. Let, let's concentrate on the joy. Let, let, let's concentrate on the joy that we created. And Val's like, what? <laughs> I like to have sex, but I don't like to make babies. And she goes, she goes basically like, we're pregnant. And he goes, we're not pregnant. You're pregnant. I don't have a problem. We don't have a problem. You have. I'm like, dude, you are such an I'm asshole. You are such an asshole. And you could tell that it wasn't his first rodeo. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, I got to go. I got to go. Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, he saw what she was trying to say. And he was like, oh, no. Not again. She's like, we're, we're Pringles. We're bringing Pringles to the party. Yes. <laughs> Let's go talk about this in the back. 
Uh, yeah, so he's just a... Oh God, it just, I don't know why I liked Val Venus as a kid. I don't know why. I hate him now. It, I, I hate him so much. Maybe because old school machismo was teaching you that you should be a douchebag. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. uh, maybe because I was like 11. That could be it, too. Yeah. Uh, no, Dan Sever- Hormel's just starting. You're like, I want, I want to get all the pussy like Although, this Although, I will say this. <laughs> uh, there are times where Terry... She looks a little like too much. She looked very, very beautiful in this segment. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if it was her hair or something. She looked really good though in the segment. I, yeah, she's a very beautiful lady. Uh, yeah, but she did get more and more naked as the years went on. Like the PMS days, she was oh, like, well, yes, her team was called PMS. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Severn is back at his mom's house. Uh, he, All right. He uh, oh I his voice is cracking me because I suffered spinal shock compression and was temporarily paralyzed. Uh, I have to think about rejoining WWE. Uh, tingles in my but, extremities and my fingertips. But uh, you know, I'll be there tomorrow night. And uh, Owen Hart, if um, if you want to be there too, I appreciate if you show up because that's what a real man would do when a real man wants to talk face to face. So on, I'll be there tomorrow night. I'm like, dude, Dan Severn has no. He has like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what was better or worse, him or Steve Blackman. I don't know. I, I feel like they were both bad. No, Blackman at least had a little, you know, oomph in his step. Uh, Dan Severn was just like, lead me to your leader. <sighs> yeah. Meet me in the ring tomorrow. And his voice didn't match his... Uh, his well, he's barely uh, moving his lips because he had the neck brace on. He was just going on, dude. That's true. He was like, here. Yeah. Mom, do you have any more I'll soup? Yeah. Uh, then we cut to Shane McMahon in an in-ring promo. He comes out. They're basically like, oh, Shane's going to talk about what Vince is going to say tomorrow night. And Shane's just like, I don't know what he's going to say tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, all right, well, thank you, Shane. I appreciate that. Um, he says he has no idea of what's going to be done. Uh, what happened on Monday Night Raw uh, the week prior uh, changed WWF forever. Uh, something's got to give. Someone's got to give. And, Dad, I know you're watching. It pained me. To see, to see those reactions uh, to the words I said. And, and Shane cut a pretty good promo about how, like, Much you were never... on the announcer's test, you, right? were never, you were never there for me. You know, you were never at any of the... You know, this is on Monday Night Raw. How you were never there for me. You were never, mm-hmm. like... I always had to do everything for you just to get your attention. And I loved how on Heat, they're just like, oh, they were the best of friends. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. earlier in the night, they were showing club pictures of them. They go, like, oh, Shane and Vince. No two people are closer than those two. And then Shane. And son. Yeah. You, you know, know what I think uh, Vince got this idea from? From his dad and how him and his dad did the whole exchange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Definitely. Uh, he goes, it pained me to see the reactions in, in your face when I said those words on Monday night. Uh, Shane McMahon was giving a vision of his speech of how the WWF should be in his control. He goes, you know, no lying, no stooges, no swerves. Uh, the fans didn't really seem to care. Uh, they were a bunch of cat calls and a uh, bullshit chance, a little reaction. Uh, there, there was like little to no reaction uh, of him as a face. Well, it's because he forgot to deliver the no screwing like his dad. No screwing. Well, he said that he goes, "There's no and no screwing." And I, I think at that point there were a bunch of boos. Like, because people were like, "What? No screwing? Boo! I want to screw. Get me to screw. Bring back Terry and Deborah. Yeah, we want to see Val Venus. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. Those are the fans. <laughs> those are the fans that I primarily the reasons I don't go to WWE show. Well, that and COVID. But you know, uh, primarily the reasons are people like that 
Um. Yeah. So no reaction. Yeah, so he says nothing else really after that. Yeah. Yeah. No reaction, but he says nothing. And what? What's his title? Uh, son to Vince. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason why he can hire Commentator. somebody. Commentator. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're a McMahon, you can just like forge the paperwork. I guess. I don't know. You can. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Vince would like. No, I'm sorry, Stone Cold, but that Here's contract, contract was null and void, and you know. Yeah. Here, I'll forge his name. Signed, Daddy McMahon. <laughs> Signed, Daddy McMahon. <laughs> uh, and, and all night, uh, we go to our main event, which all night, uh, it's been advertised as the Godfather versus The Undertaker, because The Undertaker's returning to his roots. And I'm like, what do what you... What? Paul Bear's back. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. Another, another, maybe. Okay, that makes sense. But for like the entire night, I'm like... What what do you mean returning to your roots? He he didn't debut on Sunday Night Heat in like uh, there's no purple gloves in 1990. Yeah, there's no <laughs> he twin. He's rocking this eyepiece in yeah. his brow. Yeah. Oh, he's got the sweet a sweet uh fucking yeah eyebrow like dumbbell or something. Yeah. Uh, so another name has been added to the deadly game tournament. Triple H has been added to the card of 16. So. The Godfather comes out to the ring <laughs> with and delivers plainest of Jane's hoes. De- delivered. Let's, let's remember we call them hoes because that's what they were referred to in the show. That's a, I when, swear to God, even the, even the, even the characters in, when you play it to, as them in the video game, there was uh, like you could play as ho. I was like, yeah. when they did the casting call, it said Godfather's hoes. So. Uh, although Godfather delivers the fucking line of the night, dude, I swear to God. Wait, what's that? We've been around a long time together. No, he goes, he goes, he goes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He goes, he goes. Undertaker, I've known you for a long time, and yeah. I know you like hoes. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my god, like uh, that. I laughed out loud so hard because Undertaker's just sitting there like this. Well, you know, you're kind of right. <laughs> Undertaker's like, yeah, my heyday I did, but you know, nowadays I, I'm trying to be a better man, be, be married. To... <sighs> you know, hey, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Hey, I don't know if they meant this one. He didn't have the Sarah tattoo yet, so I don't think they No, not yet. He was, whoa, whoa, with the hoes. Uh, Godfather offers to uh, take her one of his fine ladies of the night uh, for an exchange of uh, forfeit. And I love Paul Bear is like, no, me, me. (laughs) Paul Bear likes hoes, apparently. (laughs) He loves hoes. Paul Bear really wanted uh, one of the Godfather's hoes. Godfather says, you're a dead man, but I don't think everything is dead. And (laughs) that prompted the Undertaker to take action and to fight him swiftly. He was giving you props. He wasn't dissing you. Relax. Yeah. Uh, he take Taker uh, takes out the Godfather, takes out the ref. Taker beats down on the Godfather, and then all the refs try to break up the brawl. And all of a sudden, Kane's music hit. Oh no! Oh my God! Where's Kane? Is and he gonna repel from the rafters? The camera pans up, and there is somebody dressed as Kane up there. I mm. highly doubt they got Glenn Jacobs in his Kane suit up to the top of the rafters if he didn't need to be up there. 
No, there was a speaker guy or a lighting guy. That exactly. Was there, there was already a guy up there. They said, hey, listen, this is a movable costume. Just please wear it while you're working today. Don't fuck it up. It'll come mm-hmm. out of your paycheck if you do. But mm-hmm. wear it, pretend to be Kane, and you could be on TV. And some guy was like, well, all right, we'll do it. Give, give me an extra hundred bucks. This exactly. is, you know, union overtime. Vince is like, ah, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, I think the all those people are all union workers. Oh, yeah. Which is fucking funny. I, I'm sure they can all have Twitch channels. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking the timeline here. Oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so Kane's music hits. They pan up. Kane's apparently in the rafters. And the show just ends. <laughs> I want you to be like, but, Kane uh, be like, hello. Can somebody help me? <laughs> Call the fire department. They got the big ladders, right? Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, so that was the show. That's a funny, that's a scary thing. Are you leaving Vince? <laughs> it's just like a week later, they're sitting up Disney on ice. <laughs> Hello, I've been up here for a his, week. His feet are dangling. WWE <laughs> left, or WWF left me here. I'm Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> Hello. I'm going to be mayor one day. You'll see. You'll see. I'll bring sweet revenge to the person who left me up here. (laughs) It was probably the former mayor. And then he was like, I'm going to beat him in the race. (laughs) That's that's how he picked what city he was going to be the mayor of. I believe he's from Knoxville, Tennessee. But yeah. Yeah, maybe. (sighs) Riffing this riff. Like Kanye West says, I just went on a riff. This riff. I went on a riff. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Well, that about do- I mean, I think that about does it here for Sunday Night Heat. That was the whole show. Yeah. So exciting show. It was fun, man. It, it was, was it was a fun episode. There was there was like no wrestling. Yeah, no, 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 no. There was like zero wrestling. Like I think in in a an forty seven minutes on the WWE Network. Let's I mean let's count these matches, shall we? Just so I can fill time on this show. Um, let's see. We had our, our, the Jeff Jarrett match, the last match to take place two minutes and 20 seconds. There was about four matches, about uh, one minute to two and two minutes, 25 was like the most. So one, two, three, four, about two minutes, about eight minutes, eight to 10 minutes, eight to 10 minutes of wrestling in a 47 minute show. Yes. Yes. And that is, uh, for, uh, 47. Is it divide divided by eight? 5%. 5%. Oh, yikes. 5% of the yikes. show is wrestling. So. And that's, that's you know, including 15% that are commercials. And that's not counting, you know, I wonder how long, like, I think Terry and Val got more time in their post-match promo. Yeah. Uh, Godfather definitely got more time offering The Undertaker hose. Uh, just on laughs alone. Which I mean, like, that. <laughs> I, think, I, I think anytime you can have Undertaker... In a legitimate role, and you can offer him hose on camera, <laughs> you should go probably go for it. Yeah. Take a shot. So <laughs> that about does it here for us, <sighs> you and I. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Yes. Yeah, Cesaro and Shinsuke are getting the raw deal, man. These guys should be in the main event picture. I don't care what anybody says. Yes. And uh... and this is Jose from 2020. November. 1st. Whoa, man! Like it. You know what I want to see? I, I do say this. I want to see. I heard there's gonna be a new Doctor Strange multiverse movie. Yeah, there is. And I heard there's rumors of multiple actors playing Spider-Man. Ho ho ho! Could we Stay see a- Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and and uh, what's in, what's in, Tom Holland? 
Yeah. All all on the same screen. Yeah. Well, uh, Sony. Yeah, Sony came out real fast and was like, "No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Shut up. You shut your mouth." Anyways, we're not doing no. Nobody. Well, they didn't say we're not doing it. They said nobody signed at this point. You leaking mother mother effers. All right. I'm hungry. So, yeah. I'm ready to get out of here. here. Me too. Yeah. Uh, guys, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week ahead of you. Uh, for everyone out there who's celebrating, Feliz Dila de la Muertas. I said that completely wrong, but I tried. You were so close. You were right there. Feliz Dia de la Muerta. Is it Muerta or Muerto? Muertos. Muertos. Mm-hmm. I'll just edit that all together. There you go. Or not, and you can use your imagination and pretend like I said it right. We'll do it live. Yeah. Anyways, guys, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week, Eddie. We'll see you next week. Oh, two weeks away from the Survivor Series. Right.